You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 22 years and has taught worldwide in over 32 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the third season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Hey everyone, thank you so much for your feedback on my podcasts. We are getting ready to wrap up season three and take a little break before we do season four, Um, but I've received a lot of feedback and comments about many of you that are listening to the podcast, and I so appreciate it. If you have a moment, we would love for you to leave a kind review if you're listening in iTunes or wherever you're listening. We definitely love to hear feedback. If you are someone that records podcasts, it can be very lonely. You're just talking to a microphone and you don't get instant feedback or response. So it's always nice when you know that people are listening because quite often I feel like no one's really listening. So thank you for those that are listening and for those that have taken the time to write me and post on social. I appreciate it. All right. Today we're going to talk about minding the golden rule. Well, what is the golden rule? Something you probably were taught when you were very little and it's to treat others as you want to be treated. And you're going to say, well, of course, that's obvious, Anna, but is it really? I find that many times how we may behave towards other businesses or towards clients or friends is maybe not how we should behave or how we would want others to behave towards us. If you're a parent, you're usually trying to tell your children to speak a certain way, mind their manners, be courteous, respectful, you know, all of those things, stand up for what you believe in. And, you know, all of these normal, typical ways of behaving in society so that Hopefully they meet nice people, have good jobs, and are respectable human beings, right? Now, we know that not everybody follows this rule, and we know that really whatever I say in this field, there will always be people that disagree, and that's fine. I think, you know, being in business as long as I've been in, I think I have a really good clientele. I think they're very kind and respectful. I feel like my clientele are very patient. I feel that I'm generally that way with other people as well. Now, there are days where I may not be, and there are days where maybe my clients aren't that way, right? And there are some clients that maybe they're not a good fit for me, and maybe I'm not a good fit for them. And that's okay. We don't have to love everybody or like everybody or give our business to everybody, and I don't need to photograph every baby on the planet. And it's okay to disagree and it's okay to have clients that maybe you don't follow the same values and vice versa. But I think in general, if we want to have a long business, you know, mine is photography, but if you're listening to this and you have another type of business, I think whatever business you're in, how you behave, how you treat others minding the golden rule, I think is important. So let's talk about some examples. And also I want to talk about how we treat 
others when it comes to businesses, especially small businesses. You know, your reputation is what's going to carry you in your career if you're running your own business. It's just that simple. Now, if a business is a monopoly, which there are very few these days, it's hard to go to other businesses because you're stuck only dealing with this one company. And so if this company is horrible, they probably don't care that they're horrible because they have a monopoly. And so they may not care who, you know, who goes to them and who doesn't, right? That's why monopolies aren't so great because we want to have choices and to pick different businesses and not every business is right for everybody. But how you behave, your professionalism, how you treat others, how you talk to people, how you handle your sessions or your services or, or things is going to affect your reputation over the years. We know just by looking at Yelp and, you know, Yelp reviews or Google reviews. And look, we all have people that love to leave bad reviews, even if you've done everything you humanly possibly could, right? And, you know, there are some people that only have five stars. And I always wonder, really? So everything's perfect all the time? No. Um, I'm not a I'm not a bad Yelp review person. I'm not somebody who will publicly put a business down, even if I've had a really, really bad experience with them. I don't think I've ever left a bad public review in my life because to me as a business owner, if I screw something up, I want to try to make it right with that client. And saying something terrible about me doesn't make me feel good. And I don't like the way I feel. So I really wouldn't do that to somebody else. I just think it... It's, it's not that you don't have a right to leave bad reviews. You do. And there are lots of people that exercise this right. For me personally, I just don't like bad karma out there. I just don't like putting negative things out there. And I've received a lot of services that have been less than amazing. Trust me. And I want to be like, oh, I just want to leave them like the worst review ever. You know, and if, if they're a business that keeps, you know, behaving the same way badly over and over and over to every single person they meet, then yeah, they, they need some bad reviews so that other people stay away from them. But, you know, if it's human error, if it's, um, something that's just not typical, if it's, you know, a bad day from whoever I'm dealing with, I'm, I'm probably not going to go leave a bad review because everybody's entitled to mistakes, you know? And so if you've received a bad review, um, you know, there's really nothing you can do about it. You can apologize, you know, all you want, but if you've upset that person, they're, they're going to feel justified and they're going to leave the review and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, I've had situations where things haven't worked with other people and they've gone and, and left bad reviews. And I'm like, Oh man, really? Did you, did you have to? Because I was doing everything I humanly possibly could. And sometimes that's not good enough. And so you just have to let it go. And if you're somebody who leaves you know, negative reviews everywhere you go and you in turn also get negative reviews, you can't really, you kind of got to be like, well, I leave a lot of bad reviews. A lot of people leave bad reviews for me. I don't know. It just seems like a big whole mess of negative karma out there. But going back to the golden rule and behavior and reputation, I think that you know, to build a long-standing business, you you want to mind your manners. You want to mind how you talk to people. You want to try to make things right. You want to be respectful and kind and courteous. And hopefully, 
your reputation will be known in the area for whatever your business, you know, is that you are somebody with those values and morals, and hopefully you'll then attract people of the same. So then you may say, well, Anna, I do everything right, and I'm an upstanding citizen, but I continually get people that undercut me, undermine me, say bad things about me, are demanding, and I feel like they're taking advantage of my niceness. You know, there's a part of that too. I think that you need to stand up for yourself in your business and have you know, guidelines and contracts and make yourself clear and have things in writing and make sure there's, you know, as little misunderstanding as humanly possible. Um, and I don't feel like you should be a doormat and just be super nice and kind to everybody and let them step all over you. No, I think you have to be a smart business person. And, you know, when I first started out, I would let a lot of people take advantage of me and I was young and I was insecure. And, you know, as the years went on and I became more secure in my work and also tightened up my businesses and, you know, little things like having a frequently asked questions on your website and having, you know, a list of, you know, the services, the pricing and what's included in those services and writing is important because if you just verbal everything and then you forget what you say or change your mind, your client's not going to be too happy with you. This is one of the reasons why I have my pricing on my website. You know, people always say, do you put the pricing on the website? Do you, you know, do you do it? Do you not do it? There's whole, tons of schools of thoughts out there. And if you go to a lot of photography conventions, they will tell you, you know, no, don't put your pricing on your website. They should call you and you should explain how valuable you are and understand what their budget is and have a consultation and on and on and on and on. And you know, over the years I've experimented with, I've taken my pricing off and then I've done that and then I've put it back on. And I just found for my business, I like having my pricing on the website. I like having my client qualify themselves. I like having my client say, let me look at Anna's website. Let me look at her work and say, yeah, I like her work. I'm comfortable with her pricing. And so when they call me, I'd say most of my clients just call me and say, okay, I'm ready to book. They may have a few questions or if something's not clear on my website. I love when a client comes to me and says, hey, I saw this in your website, but I have a question about it. Because every question that my client asks me helps prepare for the next client that it may not be clear for. The idea is that if you want that your clients to truly understand your services that you offer, the products, the timeframes, have it all written down so that they fully understand it and there'll be no miscommunication because that's what you would want to know, right? If you're going to you ever go to a website and you're just trying to find out how much something costs and in order for you to do it, you've got to call them, set up an appointment and, you know, on and on and on. And it's exhausting, right? Sometimes you just want to go online and book. That's why people love online booking. They can go, they can read the rules, you know, they can do their purchases and they don't have to spend a lot of time. So think about, you know, what kind of business you have, what kind of experience you want to have as a consumer and then create that in your business. And honestly, that's how a lot of businesses are created. You know, that's how a lot of products are created. I mean, anyone that knows me knows I'm obsessed with Shark Tank. I watch every season like times five. And so, you know, the people that are in Shark Tank will always say, oh, there's a need for it. And I couldn't find this in my area. Or I was using this company and I didn't like the service they offered and I thought I could make it better. And that's what we're always trying to do, right? And so it's time to level up and make sure that we can find a way to provide value for our services that we would also in turn want if we were a customer, right? 
Now, you know, another thing that I see people do all the time is they're always off topic. And many times they don't want their clients to be off topic for them. What do I mean by that? Well, you ever just go and post on social media like, oh, I'm sunbathing with my kids or I'm watching a movie or I'm cooking or whatever. And then a client will post, hey, are my photos ready yet? How does that make you feel if you're a photographer? You're probably thinking, well, gosh, or you get a message or you get a DM and you're technically off hours, but if you're self-employed, everyone knows we work 24 hours a day, right? Or wrong, or do you have boundaries? And some of you may say, no, and I have boundaries and my clients know when I'm working and they're respectful and they don't do that. And others of you may say, well, yeah, that drives me crazy because I'm just trying to cook dinner or put my kids to bed or Sunday. And then a client will DM me or message me and say, hey, are you working on my photos? Why, you know, I've even heard photographers say that when they were doing something, a client during the holidays would say, well, why are you doing that when you're supposed to be working on my photos? You wouldn't like that very much, right? But are you the type of consumer that would then do that to somebody else? You know, for me, it's a little bit different because I run a photography business, but I also have a clothing line that I sell to photographers. So, you know, I sell to photographers and I sell the customers. I'm also a photographer. So I meet many different types of clients. And sometimes I may just be posting about maybe a client's images or something I'm doing. And a photographer may say, where's my order? I ordered something from your store. Where is it? And I don't handle the shipping and the day-to-day of the photographer's orders. I have, you know, they're in a separate building. I have staff that does that. They handle the orders. They handle the customer service. And, but yet it's my company. And so I will quite often say, well, this is off topic. You know, please reach out to my customer service department. And, you know, the photographer may say, I did, but they're not responding. And then I, I think, well, do you respond to your clients immediately? If a client emails you, are you responding them to them immediately or are you in a session and unavailable? And so that that level of service, you know, that ping pong back and forth, I would never go to somebody's page if they were talking about cooking dinner with their kids and ask about my order, whoever the vendor is. I would never do that. I would email directly and then just patiently wait for a reply. And if I didn't get a reply, I would send it again because we know that things go to spam and all kinds of things happen. And I so appreciate when my clients, whether it's a photographer uh, client or a, you know, a photography studio client where they'll say, Anna, maybe you missed the email, resending it again. I love when people are that kind and respectful because yeah, maybe I did miss it. Maybe it did go to spam. Maybe it did go to never, never land. So I appreciate when people do that. You know, sometimes people will say, I've written you three times and you haven't written back. And then I'll I'll look and I did. And then they'll say, oh, sorry, it was in spam. It was in spam. How many times do you hear that, right? So it's like, oh gosh, that golden rule. How can we get this golden rule to apply to social media? Why can't we maybe check our spam and our junk first before we yell at the person for not responding? Because wouldn't we want someone to do that to us, right? And so I I think what I'm trying to say is whenever you're doing something either as a consumer or a business owner, you know, Make sure before you lash out, before you email, before you reprimand, before you get annoyed, maybe think, hmm, let's flip it. And how would I want someone to treat me? And maybe the email did get lost. Maybe they're busy and they didn't see it. Or maybe it did go to junk. Or, you know, I think that constant reciprocation, that constant 
maybe I should think before I speak. Maybe I should take a breath before I respond. Maybe I should understand that if I email somebody, I'm not going to get an automatic response because rarely are people sitting by the computer. Sometimes they are. And sometimes I'll get clients that'll say, and I love that you respond so quickly. And then I get other clients that'll say, and I've emailed you three times in the past 10 days. You haven't responded. Well, I could be out of the country. I could be shooting five straight days, or I could just happen to be at the computer and responding immediately. I don't ever intentionally ignore anyone. And nor do I assume that people are intentionally ignoring me. Now, sometimes they are. You know, and, and so I think that if just constantly applying that golden rule, just constantly checking ourselves, watching how we talk, watching our behavior and possibly thinking, okay, maybe, maybe I can treat others the way I want to be treated. Maybe I can run my business the way I would want someone else to run their business being kind, watching our tone, being respectful and understanding that if we all are a little bit more patient and a little bit more kind, hopefully if we all did that, each business would do the same, then we would probably have a kinder, gentler world. Don't you think? So I want you to think back about the clients that you have I'm not saying you have to love all your clients and I'm not saying all of your clients will love you. Think about what goes wrong. If there's a misinterpretation with my clients or if if I'm not following through on the things that I should follow through, I have to look back in my own business, sometimes every single day, sometimes every single week and say, how can I do better? How can I make this a better experience so that the next client doesn't have this happen? And I have changed things along the way and I'll continue to change them. And I think that would be my big Biggest advice, you know, always is when you know better, you do better, right? That's what I believe Maya Angelo used to say. Well, she's passed it now, but I believe those were some of her amazing words. Um, you know, when you learn, you teach. That's what she would also say. And so I think that as we're business owners and we're growing or entrepreneurs or whether we're working for somebody else, we have to just constantly check ourselves every single day and say, how can I do that maybe a little bit differently tomorrow? Oh gosh, that was a huge misunderstanding or that client's really unhappy with me. And I said I would do something and gosh, I procrastinated and now they're mad and and we all do that. So how can I maybe not procrastinate so that the next client doesn't get mad and how can I do a little bit better tomorrow? And I think that's what we're all striving to do. There's not going to be any perfect business. There's not going to be any perfect person. But if we can all just find a way to possibly apply the golden rule just a little bit in our business, maybe we have a kinder, gentler world. I'm Anna Brandt. Thanks for listening. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrandt.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at AnnaBrandtEducation.com.